0: Welcome back to The Prenup, I'm Adriana, and I'm so excited for today's guest. She's one of the leading wedding stylists in the world. She's done some of the most high-profile weddings ever, including Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's wedding, which, believe it or not, is not cl- even close to the most interesting thing about her. She's been named the top designer by, Vogue, Carpers Bazaar, Martha Stewart, Brides, just to name a few. She's a huge role model of mine and such an inspiration. I'm so excited to have her on the show. Hello. Hi, Joy, how are you? great how are you i'm good thank you so much for joining me
1: yeah you're welcome um is it does it sound okay
0: it sounds perfect headphones on so no honestly i feel like when i'm by myself i definitely don't need them and the ones that i've recorded without them sound the same so you're you're cute you're cute (laughs) you're more than dressed from here up (laughs) same i if you see the bottom i still have my leggings on which probably have a little bit of makeup on them um yeah it's it's not the best look but it's like what can i wear to impress joy because i'm just obsessed with you (laughs) i really appreciate you doing this seriously it's like a dream to talk to you and i don't want to you know, fan out through the whole thing, but I just want to let you know, it's like pretty huge for me. (laughs) So, um, let's get right into it. Uh, just wanted to start with trends because that's, you know, that's kind of everything to brides and you are one of the biggest trendsetters in the industry. So I don't know if you're even aware (laughs) of trends because you're kind of making them, which is pretty awesome. But based on what you're inspired by right now, and kind of what you're working on, what could you predict would be the trend for, you know, a 2023 2024 bride?
1: Good question. Um, Gosh, I, well, thank you for being so kind, by the way. I <laughs> appreciate that. I don't know. I mean, trends are hard. I definitely can see them happening in the industry. And I won't say that I'm not inspired by things. Like easily, I'll see something that maybe I've not done and be inspired by it. Um, But, you know, gosh, it's hard. I've seen, so something that I've seen definitely since the pandemic is that people are, everything's more fashion forward. Everything's a little bit less like overdone. It shouldn't look like it has been done too much. Otherwise, it's like, it's just, it loses that like excitement sort of thing. So if I see anything, I think in, in terms of trends, I really see people just going for what they want, probably going like more fashion, less like perfect. Like I have to have a perfect little wedding. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I personally, at least myself, like my own, I'm not sure if the industry is going this way, but I personally, I want to see like more drama. Like, just like, don't worry about being sweet. Don't worry about being perfect and traditional and, you know, lasting the test of time. Instead, I see people at at least myself wanting to be a little bit more bold, choosing colors that are not like those safe, um, sort of traditional pastels and whites, but really like going for color, going for feeling. I'm sorry, that's my cat. He's going to keep talking during this whole thing. Oh, I didn't even
0: hear him. It's <laughs> perfect, and he can come um, with us. I'm sure he has a lot <laughs> to say too. We no have opinions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like no, what's his name? No pastels. His name is Haku. Haiku? Haku. H-A-K-U. Haku. Oh. Um,
0: oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, in general, that's what I, that's what I myself see kind of moving into. And I would even say like, I think as an artist, you know, I feel like my taste has changed. Like, and maybe it's as a result of these trends. Like I've kind of been like, oh, That's interesting. I haven't seen that before and it's cool. And it like inspires me. So yeah, I just in general think people are like more free. Like this is my life. I'm going to do what I want. Like it might be a wedding, but why should it not be like my regular life? Why should I not go for it and make it exciting
0: rather than being safe? Totally. Oh my God. That's such a good point. And a, a lot of what I see looks a lot more editorial in yeah. the regular, regular bride, but you know, not the fashion magazine not, you know, a spread, um, yeah. just something that I have to touch on. And I might even edit this out because I don't know how much brides care about this kind of stuff. It's more catered toward, you know, getting them excited about planning and giving them valuable information, but The Ann Barge styling. Oh. I didn't even realize that was you until after, you know, I talked to you and, you know, we decided to move forward. But I remember seeing that fashion week and, oh my God, the riding jacket and the accessories. I was just like, uh, I can't deal with it. It is so sharp and chic. I just completely died. But- on that note, um, a lot of brides kind of just what you were saying really do want to kind of go a little edgier and take a little bit of a risk. But there's also, you know, maybe Aunt Sue and Grandma who are like, you know, I have to have some tradition, yeah. this and that. So, how can you kind of blend those elements of, you know, having that edge while remaining traditional? Good question. Well,
1: definitely when it comes to fashion, I, um, I see people doing it with after party. Like I can see people who are like, yes, I want to be the perfect princess. Like I want to be, you know, um, like that, like perfect quintessential, like classic bride for the ceremony, maybe for reception. And as soon as they're able to do something fun, they're like sequins and
0: platforms and (laughs) bling everywhere. Yes. I don't know the brand, but that that's dress, dressed you know what i'm talking about it's the cinched waist and it's the like tool up oh, top and it yes. kind of fans either way yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely a fun style a lot you know and it's exactly. it's something different than you would typically do a mini dress you know that's yes. a good point that's and even I Sorry, think Joy. that's
1: where people are feeling comfortable. No, no, don't worry. I think people are feeling so much more comfortable saying, okay, for ceremony, let me be classic and then go wild. I don't know in terms of the rest of design, like not fashion, but like the wedding itself, how people are doing that, you know, kind of like saying, let me appease this part of myself or my family. And then let me go wild. It yeah. might also be the same sort of thing where they feel like ceremony, keep it traditional, everything else, just like go for it. You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. Peacocks,
0: feathers, all the, all the goodies. <laughs> ah, <I love> it. <laughs> so in terms of style, what comes first? This is kind of like a chicken or the egg question, but do you recommend that a bride kind of says, okay, this is me, I'm maybe a little bit punk rock or I have this certain style about me. I'm going to, I definitely yeah. want to look a certain way for my day and I want my venue and my styling to kind of reflect that. Or would you say, you know, you find a place that you fall in love with and then you kind of tweak your styling to more be in line with that?
1: That's a really good question. Well, I would say if you want to be happy with what you're doing and if you <laughs> want to feel like it's you and it's your fiance, go for what is you intrinsically. Like, yeah. I think it's definitely super easy. I think as a designer, okay, so that's that's the difference here. I would say as a designer, I would come into a space and say, what does this space what does it feel? What is it? Like, what, what is the character of a space? Who lives here? What are the scents? Like, what's the temperature? And then ask myself those questions and then begin to design. But I think it's different for a couple because this is like a real day. This is you, this is your life. So if you fell in love with a space because it's some extension of you or some part of your story, you know, or something, then that's great. But if you, if there's some sort of you know, if there's like a disconnect between who you are and that, and you're trying all the time to bridge the gap or to adapt just to that thing, I think you lose part of the magic of who you are, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, that beauty and what you bring to it and making it feel like authentic. So I would say really evaluate your decisions, evaluate why you fell in love with that space. And if you can't figure it out and if you're asking yourself, did I just choose this space? And of course we don't have the luxury, all of us of choosing spaces just because they're us, right? Sometimes it's like, budget or guest count or that's where family is. Um and so I think if you think carefully from the beginning about why you chose that space, think about what it means to you, what it feels to you. Also think about like what is that space itself? Like when it's by itself before I add all these things, what what does it feel like? Yeah. Then you can ask yourself the right questions for how to like bridge the gap and make it you, what to do, what not to do, that sort of thing. So
0: yeah, you brought up a really good point and you said Um, you know it's this one day so you're trying to get all these atmospheric values in line but I think brides especially are kind of blinded by the pressure of it and you know the the family and the social media and what do I what do I have to do what do people expect and if they really just kind of sat back and said what reflects my fiance and I am, you know, what, what do we love and what do we want? It might be a little bit better. This wasn't a question that I had, but, um, what is the most beautiful venue or space that you've designed a wedding at?
1: Good question. (laughs) Um I've been lucky, man. I've like I've been able to design in some of the most amazing spaces. I I know. I've followed your work. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's there are some interiors that are really amazing, and I while I love beautiful interiors, to be honest, I think I'm always moved by beautiful landscapes. So Um, and usually it's like the last few things that I've done that I'm like, Ooh, that was the best. So I think I'm going to say I, um, in September, I designed a wedding at the Ayana hotel in Bali. And, um, it just, I was just, so I saw the space and the bride had an idea before we got there of where she wanted things to be, but she was kind and she let me come in and say, ooh, well, what about, what about, you know, I know you're looking over here, but just shift your gaze, you know, and imagine this. And that one was really special because um, her family happens to own the hotel and they had this, um, it's a frangipani blossom, a frangipani orchard. And so frangipani is like, what? There's another name for that flower. I'm forgetting what it is, but it's like this super scented tropical flower. And they were probably like, maybe a thousand of these in this orchard and they're all like sweet and smell beautiful They're they've been planted perfectly like this perfect symmetrical little orchard and in the middle there was like this stone platform and i was like you have to do your reception in this like under the moon surrounded by the frangipani blossoms um and so i think that i think i think that's probably my last favorite one just because it was so it was just so epic. It's like, where do you find something like that? They're like mature trees, you know. That sort of thing is really special to me. Sure. So,
0: do yeah. you have that on your website? I'm, I'm pretty sure no. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god, we are we ever going to get pictures of this? Yes. Okay. So Corbin Gherkin,
1: incredible photographer. Yes. She took pictures. I don't have the pictures on the website, but is like. Did she do
0: Naomi Biden's wedding? She
1: did. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yeah. She's done, she's done a bunch. I've, I've done a really, a couple cool things with her too. Oh
0: my God, um, unbelievable.
1: Which like, I'm just like, oh, Carmen.
0: Oh. <laughs> Chills, oh my God. <laughs> but it'll be up, it'll be up soon. I've got a reel. You can look at the reel. There's a okay. reel on Instagram. Perfect. Because- I'm going to yeah. link all your social and your website and all that, but I'll link the reel too, because I'm sure anyone who's watching or listening is definitely going to want to see that. So you definitely, I'm sure curate a lot of, really obscure pieces, you know, not just for editorial, but I'm sure for weddings as well. Um, Do you have any secret or favorite places that you kind of shop around at? Good question. (laughs) I would probably my number one is Etsy. Like I can
1: find all the things I want on Etsy usually um, at Goodwill, to be totally honest. Like I, I love me some Goodwill. Like Goodwill's great. There's yes. so many things. I think the thing is it's like as you're working on one project, you have a list of things you know you need. Mm-hmm. So when you go to Etsy, you're like, you know, I need A, B, and C for this. Yeah. But if you are just, you know, as you're just like in life looking, you might find something you love. And I tend um not to um control myself. So I just buy one. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> in reason, of course. Um, oh, I but I tend to get things because I know like, Hey, this could be something I use like later on. And sometimes it even, you know, I might have something and a project might not have like um, a theme or whatever. And sometimes I bring these things in. I'm like, what about this sort of thing? You know? And so it kind of, it's, yeah, it really, it could be something I have. It could be something I get, but I would say Etsy, Goodwill, any antique store, vintage stores um, in general tend to be the places um, where I find things. And on Etsy, I just like heart everything. I'm like, I love yeah.
0: all of these things. And as soon as I have something that needs it, then I go buy those things. You it's know? the danger zone. It really is. And this is a kind of off tangent, but I'm so curious about the way your mind works because you know you're obviously an artist and a creative, but when you see something that you're inspired by, How are you logging that? How do you kind of propel that towards something that you're going to design for? That's a good question. Um, Can you even explain that? Or is that just something that's kind of innate in you? Yeah, like I think
1: objects are so interesting okay so I'm just gonna like grab something like grab okay so I'm gonna like grab um I have this like really beautiful this is a this this is an actual picture of my great-grandmother and I don't know if you can tell but this is like a little like I don't know if it was like ceramic or something like beautiful little like antique frame that my grandma had wow. um and so, I think the way that I think about things is like, let's say I was inspired by this. Yes. I ask myself, like, what are the qualities of this? And that's almost what I was talking about when I said, like, think about the venue and ask yourself, what are the qualities of that? But yeah. I, if, I, if I find something I'm inspired by, and let's just say this, for instance, mm-hmm. I would think, so what what is it about this? Like, what is this? Like, if this was a person yeah. and I'll just totally forget the fact that there is a person in there, but like- <laughs> itself was a person, yes. you know, what sort of person would this be? And obviously there's like florals and it's handmade and it's antique. So I would already start to say, this is like somebody who enjoys the outdoors, like likes gardens. And then I ask myself more questions about this, like, okay, so this is just a frame and I can see it. But if I closed my eyes and I smelled like what would this smell like? And part of that answer is like, okay, well, there's like brass maybe on the back, there are flowers. So that's kind of obvious. Um, the flowers aren't like super saturated. There's like orange and white and red. And so I would ask myself like, what sorts of scents do I get there? And maybe I would say, you know, maybe citrus because of the orange. And, you know, I start to ask myself more questions about the quality of the object. Yeah. And tells me something else and in some way almost the way that you see like a thought bubble i would say this is the first thought bubble and then i'm like what else lives in this world wow you know? and that helps me understand like what else
0: would go with this sort of thing so i'm sure you know this but that's not normal that's incredible that's you i know. very very cool process do you write I do. I love to write I love okay. to. I don't do it all the time, but
1: sometimes I do voiceovers and that's like my favorite work because I do the voiceover on top of work that I've done and it just like whoop, puts the What have mode. you done voiceover for? You have a great voice. I, you know, it's not very much. I do voiceover for certain projects. Like if it's like a campaign where, you know, whatever, if it's a collaboration I've done just to kind of explain the thing, not a ton, wow. but I love to do it.
0: That is so cool. That's really Thanks. neat. Um, And just kind of what you were talking about, you know, bringing the object to life. Um, yeah. That's a good segue into my next question. So building an atmosphere is really kind of what wedding styling is about, right? Um, So, for a bride that's maybe on a budget, um, how can how can she kind of bring in or hey, um, you know, those elements of a really memorable, beautiful atmosphere? I know Mm -hmm. one thing for me, and you know, tell me if I'm wrong or not right, but you kind of touched on it earlier. Scent is so huge, and when you were talking about the Frangipani, I could just. Envision myself there, even though I wasn't, I'm like smelly. I'm like, yes, yes, I can. I can feel it. I'm here.
1: (laughs) But
0: how can someone who does have, you know, a little bit of a lower budget kind of create that really magical experience? Yeah, good question. Well, I just want to say, first
1: of all, I don't think budget has anything to do with beauty, with experience, with anything. I mean, I will be totally honest with you. I, I, it, I I would not spend, I would, I, this is my house. I, this is where all my money goes. If I had, if I was going to do a wedding, I would do, it would be tiny. And
0: then I would put all the rest of the money in the house. I love that. So, I love you. You're, you're very smart. I had a 250 person wedding. So I, oh, I, know. I have a lot of family. It was mostly family, yes. Yes. <laughs> but oh, I I, really yeah, it's that, that's the tough part, you know, and I wouldn't change a thing. I absolutely loved my wedding, but there were a lot of sacrifices that had to be made because the guest count was so much exactly. larger and you know, you're exactly. paying exponentially, but you know, if you can do it smaller, it's so much more special. (laughs) I agree. I I agree a hundred percent. I'm sure your wedding was amazing. And I don't, I don't, it was an awesome party and we had a ball. Um, but you know, I think a lot of people, and we've been to certain weddings where it's just kind of this really special feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and that's doable, like on any budget and you're, you're a hundred percent right. Like, I think, um, it it is about the party and it is about the experience. And I actually think like in answering your question, what you said about the fact that it wasn't like the, like the most, you know, the, the, the best, whatever, you know, day and whatever, I think we have a tendency to think about things in life. And I'm totally like getting on a tangent here, but like, I think we have a tendency, especially, you know, as people who sell weddings, right? We show this thing and it looks perfect and it is perfect and it's picture perfect. And, you know, the magazines are great and the blogs and the Instagram posts, but the truth is it's a real day, real things happen. And guess what? There's going to be a day after and a day after and a day after, right? Yep. I think it's so important to start from the beginning as you're thinking about that question you have, how do you create guest experience? How do you make it magical? How do you make it special? And remember, this is a real day, you know? And so if you're thinking about guest experience, for instance, what makes guests feel comfortable? Um, And of course they'll feel comfortable if you throw like a million dollars at everything, but you don't need to necessarily. I think if you think, you know, carefully from the beginning about what sort of experience you're trying to give. if you think about what your budget is, it's like, what are your priorities? Is it food, is it music? Is it design? Is it decor? And, you know, for some of us, we would say like, it's all the things. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely.
0: (laughs) We want it all. We are (laughs) simple ladies. We just want everything.
1: There's always like, there's always a way, there's always a solution. There's always like something where you can modify. So if food is what you really want to spend a bunch on, you know, but you really care about design, maybe you modify the way in which you do the food, you know, um, Mm -hmm. or the type of like reception that you have. And I know people don't like to think about like only doing a cocktail reception and not doing a full dinner, but of course, like if you've got like an amazing chef and you can do that sort of thing, maybe that's what you do or when it comes to design, I always think there's a way to make it lovely and create that sort of atmosphere you're talking about. Um, And I think one of the biggest you think, I mean, I guess I just think budget and it's like, what are people spending the most on in terms of design? And number one, it's going to be like rentals, um, you know, and you can get like the $10 chair. You can get like the $50 chair Uh (laughs) Um, more comfortable. And I always think about what do people see and use the most? And so I would always go there and say, okay, what's your priority? And then within that thing, what's the thing that's going to be used and seen the most? And how does that impact the guest experience? Like, is it comfort because they're like able to be so comfortable in the chair that they're just like really enjoying this conversation with somebody? Yeah. Is it, um, you know, like the types of drinks you have and that they're so interactive and that the bar is so interactive that people are just like, you know, vibing and like, you know, they're like, they're, they're feeling really awesome. I think there's a lot of, without like saying there's one answer, I think you have to really think through everything and realize you have the choice with everything, um, you know, to be thoughtful. And I think also, if we remember what, what inspires us, like in our real lives, like if we went to a restaurant, you know, that we love and the atmosphere is just so vibey, like what did they do there? And they probably spend like $300 on each table centerpiece, Yeah, but it had like low lights and good music and, you know, a couple little candles and like good, like good seating, quality glassware and silverware. And so if you ask yourself those questions, you can kind of get to a place where you kind of realize, Hey, maybe all the things I expect I'm supposed to do aren't necessary to get to this end result, which is
0: romance, comfort, beauty, whatever. Yes, totally. And you touched on, you know, guest comfort. So this is a good segue into my next question. So this week I posted a TikTok that was like, did fairly well. It wasn't the most, you know, viewed thing ever, but it's still going in an arg- in argument. In, and this was like four days ago. I think there's oh. like 500 comments of people arguing with each other no. about this. So I have to ask you <laughs> because I'm so interested. I essentially said, I don't understand why people have such an issue with a color specific dress code. Um, One of my friends was invited to a black tie neutral wedding Mm -hmm. and she was really pissed off because she wanted to wear a pink dress and was like, well, you know, it's black tie neutral. You know, that's kind of the traditional, that's the standard and where you could black tie festive, but it's, it's not about you within reason. I think it's okay to ask for that. And people are livid. They do not like that answer. They were so mad. Interesting. (laughs) Yes. So what do you think about that from a guest perspective or from a bride and groom's perspective of requesting a color specific dress code or requesting really anything of a guest?
1: You know, to be totally honest with you, I'm like maybe the wrong person to ask this question to you because I feel like first of all, a wedding is basically six hours. It's like, maybe you show up at four, maybe it's over at 10, maybe it's a little later. Like it's basically that much time. They eat one meal. They're there for a little while. Why shouldn't they just wear what the couple's asking? You know, like I understand that like a tux can be expensive. So if it's black tie and like, you know, your guests and that's going to be cost prohibitive to some people. Okay. That's a But if it's just a color scheme, you know, like that's fun. Like I don't want to be invited to events where they tell me what to wear because it's like, oh, that's exciting. Right. So I just feel like, I feel like, I mean, again, going back to the time thing, it's the same thing about menu. I would answer in the same way when couples are like, well, gosh, I'm vegan, but I'm worried because people are going to need to eat meat. I'm like, they need to eat
0: meat for one meal of one day. There's three meals in a day. It's one day. Give them vegan food. They're going to be fine. Totally. It's a bigger issue to maybe not have, you know, any vegan option for a guest that, yes. you know yes. what I mean? But I, I agree yes. with you hundred percent with some of the yes. things that people were saying, cause I kind of likened it to a themed party or a costume party exactly. where you know people are gung ho to dress up. People exactly. are like, who is spending that much on a costume? I'm like, I guess you haven't met me at Halloween. Like I love a costume <laughs> and a theme. Like I, it's, it's fun. Just get into it and nothing has to be yes. all about you. And so serious, just like
1: Enjoy, 100%. It. and I think that's, that's the thing. Again, if you know as a couple that whatever you're going to say the guests need to do is going to be difficult financially for them, yes. okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's outside of that, I don't see why guests should be stinky about it. I think it's fun, yeah. you know. Totally. And I think that's what it is. It's like you're going to their wedding. You're not going to your wedding. You can wear your pink dress at your wedding. You know, absolutely,
0: absolutely. When yeah. it's your day. You get to make the rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So one thing I have to ask, and if it's like a no go, there's NDAs. I don't know what, but you know what, I'm going to ask. Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner, yeah. are yeah. you able to speak on that at all? Yeah. Okay. yeah, certain things I can't talk about, but that's okay. No, okay. oh, don't worry. So, I'll just um, yeah, yeah. You can you can answer if you can't answer, just say like no, no thanks, <laughs> but. So that was such a huge wedding. I remember that being such a big deal because they kind of popularized that chic Vegas wedding into yes. this elegant celebrity. like people didn't know whether they were gonna do it. and then once they kind of got word that maybe they were going to, everyone was on the edge of their seat because, yeah, it's Sophie Turner who is everything. and you know, Joe Jonas, like the little teenager in me was like,. <laughs> You know, it's so (laughs) (laughs) exciting. How did you kind of get in the mindset for that and draw the inspo for that wedding? Because it was just so gorgeous. Thank you. You know, that really all came about as a result of working with
1: them. Like they're very, like, I would say I am like, I'm not going to reveal my age, but I'm a little (laughs) too old to have been like a Jonas brother fan. But of course I knew his name and his face. And so when like the inquiry came in, I was like, Oh, what's this going to be about? Like, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm curious about this. And as soon as I met them, it was like so clear. He is such, he's an artist. He's like such a design focused person it was like we vibed immediately and went right into it and he just wanted like something old world and you know like special um so really it all came about because they had a really clear sense of what they wanted and it was really easy to say okay cool you're inspired by this place this sort of vibe let me present like a million ideas to you based on that and then we'll go from there and so it was You know, where, whereas some clients are kind of like, Oh, well, I think I like this and whatever. And, you know, give me options. Um, It was really easy with them because they knew exactly what they wanted and they're darling human beings. And so like that sort of design process was so smooth and easy and fun. And it was fabulous.
0: It's cool to hear that they are the way they seem, Um, but it's, it's interesting that you said that it's probably so difficult to work with certain people. And, you know, you are the leading stylist in the industry, you're very coveted, and you probably have the opportunity to really work with or not work with anyone that you want. So do you find that if someone, it's just really kind of hard to draw out, it's, you know, does someone really need to have that vision before you even kind of give the okay to work with them?
1: No, not necessarily. They don't okay. need to know. I think it's most important that they know they want something, right? Yeah. And if they know they like something, it's, it's a little bit more difficult when people don't have any idea what they like about anything. And it doesn't have to be wedding or event related. Like if yeah. they- like I don't know, do I like modern? Do I not like modern? Do I like sparkles? Do I not like sparkles? And then they keep changing their mind about whether they do or they don't. That's difficult. Yes. Um, But I have lots of people who are kind of like, gosh, I think all the things are beautiful. And so it's my job to kind of extrapolate and say, okay, cool, you're inspired by all these things. And it could be they're like, I love coffee. And I'm like, okay, cool. What's the (laughs) coffee, you You know? And like, see from like the other things in their life, what they like, and then say, okay, this is the sort of thing we can do with an event. Um, so no, they don't have to have it all figured out. I frankly like to make suggestions um, to people. So the more they have figured out, like the less room it leaves for me, it's nice where like Sophie and Joe, they have like an idea of the vibe in the place. And then I fill in the blanks and I start to like paint that picture with all, you know, those sorts of things. So yes.
0: Oh, that's incredible. And just on the topic of them, you said you were maybe um, Aged out of the program, the Jonas Brothers. So I need to know your skincare routine because oh, I'm so staring cute. at your skin, and you look like you're 14. I shouldn't get up too close. No, come closer. Like this is unreal. What do you use? Um.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I go to hot yoga, so I sweat. A shit ton. Am I so, allowed to say shit ton? Absolutely. Shit, ton? shit, shit, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I feel like that's like the best thing that anybody could do for their skin is just like get all the stuff out. Oh my um, God. I'm going to the
0: sauna right now.
1: <laughs> you, you, have, you have incredible skin too. It's not like yours, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> I mean, it looks, it looks great from here. But yeah, oh, I do that. I have like a little peel situation that's just like some wipes. Dr. Dennis Gross. Dr. Dennis, Dennis Gross, fabulous. yes. The, uh, <laughs> uh, the peel pads, yes. <laughs> exactly. Right.
0: They're great. I use
1: those and then I just recently found the serum by rose rose somebody or other but it's like a complexion sort of thing and to be honest with you it's like those those things are great I don't usually do too much but I've recently I've been trying a little harder
0: so I'm glad to hear it's working thank oh you oh my god gorgeous I'm real I know that's a tangent but that's important for brides to know I am obsessed with skincare and you know the face is the base you want to look glowing and gorgeous so it's all yeah. pertinent amen girl amen <laughs> So another question I have, and this is kind of broad spectrum, but what is one thing that you just kind of wish brides or even couples knew when they were planning their wedding? If you could just impart one piece of wisdom to them.
1: You know, I think that's like going back to what you talked about, about the fact that this is an important day, it's a party, but there's going to be other days. Mm-hmm. I think probably it's it's letting go of the expectation, realizing this is a day and things will go right and of course a couple things will happen that you don't expect Um, and really it's all about being present. And so like, as you make your plans, asking yourself, what do I need to do so I can be present? Because like I said, if it's six hours, maybe you're lucky and it's eight hours of your day where you're like actually doing the things. Um, that's, it's your memories and your experience with people. So I would say that's That's probably the most, the biggest to me. And funny enough, as somebody who designs and, you know, works on all of these tiny little details, I actually think the couple doesn't get to see all those little details and experience those details as much as guests do. And so where the couple sometimes has all of this stress about, you know, all of this stuff, definitely for guest experience, think about it. But remember, it really will be like the overall experience, the overall everything, and that actually the little details maybe ag- I'm I'm I, I am not the person <laughs> saying this. I know either
0: the- <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> they they matter. It all it all matters, but it's more about like your your feeling toward it. You can't you know be the sourpuss and miserable yes. and like everything no. has to be perfect. It could be perfect, 100%. and if you're gonna be you know a miserable biatch or ass, you know, it's not going to be a good day. It's really just not most beautiful brides are happy brides.
1: If it stresses you out, if you end up spending too much, if you, whatever, it's like there, there are other things that are more important. I mean, I think in general, I think my, I shouldn't say my couples, but I think couples spend so much less time thinking about the ceremony than they do everything else. And that's what we're there for. Like, that's what it's it's all about. I would love to see ceremonies be more emotional and longer and more important, you know? I think it'd be really special. So Yeah,
0: people hate ceremonies. I- (laughs) I'm biased for I'll speak on myself you know But I'm Catholic so it was important to my parents that you know we have a Catholic ceremony and we got married in a cathedral in Philadelphia it was gorgeous Mm -hmm. but I really like I didn't have to do a lot because it is so beautiful but I really didn't think about the ceremony at all my aunt sings in the choir she picked the music she that was special that she sang yeah but I have to tell you Shout out to Father Gill, who was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. it was just so impersonal. And my husband and I were looking at each other during the ceremony. We were like laughing. We are like, when is this going to be over? This is Uh-oh. so, you know, so it is, it's true. Like that is why you're there. And yeah. my ceremony was like the worst one. Part of the oh no, I, I know it's sad. It's I mean, it's all relative. Like the important thing is we're married and we had a great yeah. day. And you know, that's that's all that really matters. But it's you're right. Like it should be a more emphasis on the ceremony. And if you think people yes. are gonna be, you know, quote unquote bored with it, you don't have to do a normal ceremony, make it special. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. What's well, something really cool you've seen in ceremony?
1: Hmm.
0: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say a lot of things that I've dreamed of that have never happened. <laughs> can you can you share it or are you like, no, that's saving I'm saving that I, for a client? No,
1: I- <laughs> just like i
0: don't know i mean
1: like this is a really simple thing but i would love to see more like nighttime ceremonies i want Mm -hmm. like a shitload of candles and like a, a like an orchestra and you know like just that like that's what i dream about for ceremony like when i think about romance you know, I think we lose the romance in the ceremony and the romance is why we're there. Like we fell in love. I want that to be part of that. So like, I want music throughout the whole ceremony. Like, even if it's quiet, because I want to be like feeling like that, you know? So I would just say like that sort of thing. Like people, I think- Logistically, it makes sense to do it during the day, of course, like when there's more light or whatever, but I would love to see just a little more thought and more romance put into it. So you bring yourselves back into that space when you have that, you make that union, right? Like remember what like started that, like the flame that
0: ignited that and bring that romance into it. You know it's so simple, but you're right, it's such a good idea, and I've never seen it. And any bride who even says, like, oh, we want to do, like, you know, we want to go into 12 or 1, like, we're gonna do, you know, a six o'clock ceremony, yeah. I'm like, oh, you can't, like, the sun's gonna go down, exactly. <laughs> are we well, vampires need the sun to go down, but like, what are we that we can't, like, be outside? Yes. We're we can, we could do that. There's, there's yes. light, there's candles, there's artificial light. Oh my god, that's such a good idea um so I have three kind of like fun questions but just on a personal yeah. level I need to know because I am such a huge fan of a lot of the brands that you've worked with Dolce Vita and obviously Barge I mentioned but I yeah. didn't realize that you created a line with Bella Belle I thought that you just did styling with that yeah. what was that like
1: yeah, that was really exciting. I think, um, so I started, actually, that's how I started with them. Funny enough, I um, I reached out to them to ask to use some shoes a long time ago. My goodness, I think I've done, what is it, seven campaigns with them now? I think I reached wow. out to borrow some shoes for something a long time ago. And they're like, yes, and we'd like to talk to you about something, which was like so cool. Oh and it my really, God. I think, designing those collaborations with them just gave me the opportunity to be creative in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for any creative person though, if you're creative, you, it you don't just do it one way. And mm-hmm. if you do it for work, maybe you do it one way, but then you have all these other ways that you're like creating and making things. And so that was cool for me because it was like, oh, this has to be a product number one. So like what will sell number two, like the factory has to make it. How do I communicate my ideas to the factory? How do I see the, you know, see the swatches, look at the things, you know, how do I go through the revision and the design process? Um, All of those sorts of things were really, really cool and so yeah so I um I love product and I love shoes but I love I love designing and collaborating on product it's been really cool.
0: Yeah because that is I mean when you think of wedding shoes I think like obviously Bell Bell Jimmy Choo, and Badgley yeah. Meshka are like the three that come yeah. to mind. That is, I mean, it's huge that you did that. You must be so proud of all of the work that you did. Just, I know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like being embarrassing, but. Uh. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're sweet. And I am. And you know
1: what? I think it's like, it's important in life to celebrate that and remember that because I, I think a lot of us, like we have goals and dude, I like thinking that I've designed like how many shoes? that's like, there's no way thinking like 10 years ago, I would think
0: that I designed shoes. Like that's yes. insane.
1: So um, and you just yeah. you
0: reached out, you just went for it. Like that's that's off topic, but it's so important to just like, I, that's how I thought when you responded to me, I was like, oh, Jerry Patrick's Aww. gonna come on my little. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aww, <thank laughs> well, I'm, I'm so glad you asked me. No, I, I think you're touching on something so important and it's not something you asked, but just like, unsolicited advice, be optimistic, go for things. You usually don't get the things you don't ask for. So why not ask and just try? Totally. I don't know. I think that's like, that's the secret to success, like blind optimism and maybe yeah. not blind. It's like, it's, it's, it comes from somewhere, you know, you're going to work hard. You know, you're going to work more than you think you're going to, you know, you're going to, you know, like whatever the cost might be pretty crazy, not yeah financial cost
0: but everything else. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Oh, go for it. I love it. I love it. That is that's such good advice. It really is. Um all right. So for for the fun questions, this is kind of how I always end um nice. with this little like fire round. Um but if you had to recommend one honeymoon destination, mm. where would you recommend? Africa. Don't even like, no question, but then I have to be specific. Okay. Yeah, please. Get specific. I would
1: say South Africa. Okay. So South Africa, because it's so big, it is so diverse. You can do safari, you can do beautiful tropical beaches, you can do wine country, you can do um, city life if you want to, you can do rural areas. South Africa.
0: Do you have any specific destinations, like any cities or resorts or any kind of thing that you would recommend? I would say you can uh,
1: fly into Johannesburg or to Cape Town. In Cape Town, I would go to Stellenbosch Wine Country um, for that. In Cape Town, there are so many places you can go and so many things you can see easily if you stay anywhere in Cape Town. You can drive around to any one of these places during the day. Um, There are penguins on the beach in Cape Town. It's cool.
0: Stop (laughs) it. Yeah, It's like warm water. It's not like Antarctica. It's so cool. What? Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Now I'm like, we're going to, hopefully we keep pushing the trip back because of different things, but we're supposed to be going to Italy in September now. But I'm like, maybe we go to Cape Town. <laughs> you should because actually, like if you buy the ticket and do it, like if you just do a
1: stopover versus yeah. doing another thing, it is so affordable. Go to Cape Town. There's a place called Babylon Storin, and it's like this incredible garden in this incredible area. There's this hotel called the Mount Nelson Hotel, which is like pink. It's literally all pink and gorgeous and my dream. There's so many. You have to look up Cape Town. You're gonna just okay. go.
0: God, it's amazing. Oh my god. Okay, I'm so excited. Okay, question. Yeah. Next question. Um, your dream cake flavor. What would it be? Ooh,
1: I like <laughs> this question. I don't get to eat the cake a lot, so I love this question. Yeah. Um, I'm a lemon person. I would say like lemon cake, some sort of rose flavor because I like rose mm-hmm. I love pistachio and rose together and I don't know if all these things make sense but you said dream so yes yes lemon, do a rose. couple tiers you know
0: maybe like a lemon like raspberry
1: that. and then a pistachio rose I like that I also really like cream cheese mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe some cream cheese frosting or something oh gosh. yeah I think
0: some combination of those things together would just be mm-hmm. So good, that sounds so good. Oh yeah, Rose. I always forget about that. Such a good, oh, such a good one. Um, yeah. okay. And then third one is, what song do you need to hear at a wedding? Whether it gets you up dancing or it's just like really romantic and gives you the feels. Oh, good. Oh, that's a good question.
1: That is a hard, <laughs> hard question to answer. I'm like, do I go like fun where everybody's gonna shake their booties, or you do I go more like, than one? <laughs> okay well I really like the song Electric Feel by MGMT so that's like a good like um but then all of those like 80s 90s songs like really get people going I would say some like Whitney Houston like I want to dance with somebody Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. good totally um I'm trying to think of like a slow song oh you know what I had a bride walk out to um um, a song by Bon Iver, um a long time ago. And I was just like, this is the most beautiful ceremony song. So I would say, I think it was like for Emma. It was like for Emma by Bonnie Iver. And it was just like, oh, and it was like outside. And there are like this, these mountains in the backdrop and everybody was crying. Oh so maybe something like that. <laughs> I am such a
0: sap. I have chills like all over uh, my thighs. <laughs> that is so beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, Joy, this was so fun and I just wish I could keep you all day and talk to you forever and I just so appreciate you doing this this is wonderful no I'm so glad to do that this is fun I haven't done
1: I was just realizing I was like "Ooh, how do I get cute from here up I was like oh I haven't done this like maybe for a year or something like after the pandemic like slowed down I've been
0: doing things in real life so I'm like "Ooh, am I gonna be good in my laptop on my thing you know but I'm I'm so able to do it Well, Joy, thank you again. And I hope to connect soon. Yeah, that sounds good. I can't wait to hear all the things. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Bye, Joy. Take care. Bye.